Welcome, I'm Damien and this is the Effective Challenge podcast. Here we'll cover topics that uh, look at individual and team performance. And what I'm particularly looking to draw out are the practical things that, that we can do to take our performance to the next level. I'm really interested in any comments you've got, or perhaps if you've got subjects that you'd like to see covered in future episodes, then drop me a line. It's Damien at EffectiveChallenge.com. That's Damien, D-A-M-I-A-N, at EffectiveChallenge.com. Hi, and welcome to the latest edition of the Effective Challenge podcast. This one's all about uh, giving and receiving apologies. I'm, I'm sure, well, something that's definitely relevant to, to me and my world, and I'm, I'm sure it, 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 it features in many of yours. Before we get to that, just a quick uh, thank you to those people that provided feedback uh, and you know, complimentary comments. That's uh, always welcome. Uh, to the last cast that uh, I put up, which was all about getting things uh, out of your head. Um, yeah, really good. Really nice to hear those things. And uh, hopefully, uh, if you've not managed to catch that cast, it's still available on all the usual platforms. Okay, so moving on uh, to to this uh, latest edition, giving and receiving an apology. So the catalyst for this particular cast was an event that happened uh, a couple of weeks ago in the Giro d'Italia, a big cycling race, three-week cycling race. Um, for those of you not so familiar with cycling, it's, it's one of three uh, grand tours that take place throughout the uh, cycling season. Three weeks uh, around Italy in this particular example. Uh, and uh, um, something I wrote about in my blog, actually, on EffectiveChallenge.com, something happened on stage four between uh, a couple of the riders, and I thought it it provided a really good um, real-life example of how to perhaps correct something if if things haven't gone quite your way, and uh, equally as important, how to accept... Uh, an apology if someone is is providing it. So let me provide a little bit of context. This isn't a cycling podcast, but let me provide a little bit of context to to how this situation came about. So Grand Tours, uh, three weeks in duration, as I already said, um, notoriously in that first week, um, quite stressful for the riders. Um, not probably the toughest of terrain, but certainly. Uh, quite long in duration, so numbers of kilometres, uh, miles, if you're listening in the UK, that the riders are covering each day. They're, they're, they're long stages. Um, this particular uh, week, um, quite unusually, actually, I mean, I've been following the Giro for, for many, many years, and you know, it's one of the worst I can ever remember in terms of the weather. So torrential rain, quite cold, uh, and uh, quite a few crashes um, 
perhaps that's uh, kind of one of the inevitable things about about bike racing but a lot of crashes anyway so essentially what what you end up with is um a bunch of riders that are probably uh, heightened emotionally because of the stresses general stresses of the event but in particular where people are crashing um that just adds to the to the stress uh, levels that that are in existence uh stage four there was a, an incident which led to uh one of the riders uh, Mikhail Lander uh, who you know he's he's one of the main contenders who for somebody who could potentially win this uh, three week race, uh, saying some things about one of the other main contenders, a chap called Simon Yates from from uh, the UK, uh, saying some things about him which were you know pretty uh, inflammatory. Um, uh, you know I, I won't re- say the quote uh, verbatim but essentially one of the things that he was uh, reported as, as as kind of calling him out on was was saying that Yates was was an idiot uh, there was a few other expletives in and around that uh, which don't, don't need to go into um, now t- subsequently uh, Lander went to twitter to not only apologize to to yates but to 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 other people that perhaps he had offended and you know what impressed me most about that situation is so it's great that that lander apologized um but it was the response that that simon yates uh, subsequently put out which was which was effectively and i'll paraphrase basically saying no worries mate we all say things where uh, we'd rather we didn't so that's the kind of context for, for this cast. So you've got someone who's done something probably quite emotionally fueled, uh, and then kind of recognise that they have done something that's perhaps not appropriate. In actual fact, he he said that the words have been taken out of context. To be honest, having read some of the quotes, I'm not entirely sure what context they would have been appropriate, but, but hey, let, let's give Lander the benefit of the doubt. Um, and that's exactly what Yates did. So he then took to Twitter himself and said, "Look, no worries. Um, that 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 that's no problem. Uh, we all say these things that we'd rather we didn't." So that is the context. What what is it we can learn from this situation that we could apply to our, our everyday lives? And I think I think there's there's a bunch of stuff um, that that we could pick on. I'm going to focus in on on three main areas. Um, the first of those is when we find ourselves in situations where we've got you know a, a stack going on, perhaps perhaps things that are bigger than we're used to, perhaps things that are taking us into places where our experience isn't isn't quite where it needs to be perhaps we've just got just got too much on too many competing demands for our time uh, we end up a little bit more stressed uh, a little bit more pressurized in in some cases um, perhaps a little bit a little bit more overwhelmed um, just raising our awareness when we're in those situations that when we're faced with somebody saying something um, we're far something we don't like we're far more likely to react um and perhaps say things uh, in response that we'd rather we didn't um now the important thing there is 
uh, giving yourself a little bit of space, um, uh, having an interrupt um, to help you. Um, just get a bit more objectivity around the situation. Um, that there are there are a range of things that you can do, and I'll I'll just give one example here by by way of illustration as much as anything else. Um, so you know, conditioning yourself that you know when you're faced with these situations that you've got an interrupt. Say for example that puts a bit of scale on the situation. So how bad or good something is. So so something like on a scale of one to ten, where ten's death. Um, how important or uh, significant is this current situation I'm I'm facing? And chances are something that perhaps emotionally felt really difficult and really something you wanted to respond to, perhaps, you know, hitting a nine. And um, when you put it put it in a scale when, you know, particularly you know, it's quite deliberate using the uh, the 10 um, being death. You know, most of those things were well, they're probably twos or threes and therefore not saying that they're not wrong and not saying that they're in we are facing situations that we'd rather we didn't but we've just given ourselves a little bit more objectivity so so just raising our awareness that we might need to do that when things are coming at us a bit thicker and faster is certainly something um that that I would always encourage it takes a bit of practice um certainly um yeah, I would say I probably get caught out by that at least once a week. You know, some sometimes you know it's literally on a daily basis. So you need to keep keep practicing it. But at least if you've got the awareness, you're much more likely to be able to do it than if you've not even thought about it at all. Okay, so so recognizing that. You, things are going to happen. You are going to say things that you'd rather you didn't. You probably are going to do things you'd rather you didn't. Um, um, you're going to need to recognise that and probably take some form of corrective action. Now, I guess the simplest example of that is is to just give some kind of uh, apology. Uh, it might mean you need to stop behaving in certain ways. It might mean that you need to stop some kind of um, action that you've you've put in train um, to respond to the situation. There's a, there's a bunch of things, but but ultimately you're going to need to do something, and it's chances are there's going to be some form of apology in, in the mix there. Now it might not if you are particularly emotionally fueled and you have uh, the situation where you've you've tried your interrupt of using a scale of one to ten and that's not worked. It might be useful to have somebody you trust, perhaps a third party, to kind of help bring some of that objectivity uh, in for you. Now I, I didn't write about this in the blog, but I suspect um, when Lander said those things that he said about Yates. Chances are the team's press officer uh, or press team um, kind of stepped in and, and perhaps gave him some advice uh, and guidance about how to deal with the situation. And, and, and perhaps that's where the apology came from. I don't think it really matters. It's, it's the, 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 the big thing here is that you've recognised that something's happened, something that perhaps shouldn't have happened. And um, therefore, you, you need to do something about it. Um, the final point to wrap up uh, this this particular element is... It's not just thinking that you need to do something, you actually need to do it. Um, so, you know, uh, sometimes that can mean we have to kind of park our ego, perhaps eat a little bit of humble pie. But actually, you know, if you think you need to apologise, make sure you do. OK, um, so so let's move on to the next main point. And, and this is all about when you're on the receiving end of an apology. 
Now, I've certainly been in situations where I've tried to apologise uh, and it's not been accepted, um, at least in, in the short term. Uh, and, you know, that can be quite tough and that, that can put you in quite a defensive position, um, you know, recognising that uh, you know, you're trying to apologise and then somebody doesn't accept it. Well, sometimes that can stir you up even more. So if you're on the receiving end of an apology, you know, just being taking the upper path and giving yourself some um, the humility and the perhaps empathy, you know, seeing it from the other person's point of view um, to accept the apology. You know, I've certainly done things where I wouldn't want to be judged by my emotionally fueled behaviour. I'm sure we've we've all been in, in that position. So, you know, when someone's offering an apology, accept it. Um, you know, park your ego and, and let that happen. Um, now, final point that I want to bring out uh, in this particular cast, and it, it's a point of clarification as much as anything else. If you're listening to this and thinking, so, you know, Damien here is is arguing the case that I should just become a kind of pushover. People can do things, say things um, that, are, that, aren't, that aren't very nice definitely to my detriment and I just need they decide that it, they'd like to apologize and I just kind of roll over and just accept it um if you are thinking that that's not what I'm saying just to be clear what I am saying is when the person's offering the apology accept it um because chances are now isn't the time uh with which to make your your point about why something is or is not acceptable uh, in terms of the previous behaviour. So accepting and using a bit of judgment about when the right time is to make your point is a, is a, is a kind of skill that, that's worth kind of experimenting with and exploring. And there's definitely some factors in there that can help. So, you know, the, the, the right timing of, of when you make that point, um, the, the kind of the location, so physically how are you making it, um, and, you know, what's the what's the actual thing you really want to say? And hopefully um, what if you've considered those points, what, what you'll find is that, you know, you'll get yourself into a position with the other person where it become more of a dialogue and you can start to explain and start to see things from each other's point of view uh, and hopefully um, come to some um, way where you can can work a way forward in a, in a constructive in a constructive way. Um, so yeah, it, this is really isn't about being a pushover. In actual fact, I would argue this is about actually being quite um, assertive. It's just that you're choosing when to do that, and you know the subject of you know, being assertive really is um, something that, that I'm going to cover in uh, a future cast. So um, if you've got any thoughts on things you'd like to see in that, then then please, or examples of and situations where you'd like to to be more assertive, then 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 please drop me a line. Okay, so that's it for this particular cast. Just to, to sum up, um, you know, chances are if you've got more things coming at you than you'd ideally like, you're probably, you know, likely to be a bit more emotional, perhaps a little bit more stressed. Um, chances are when you're in that situation, you're more likely to say and do things that you'd perhaps rather you didn't. If you find yourself in that situation, you know, take corrective action. That chances are that's going to mean uh, some form of an apology. And if you're on the receiving end of that apology, you know, accept it. 
accept it for what it is, accept that it's probably the behaviour that led to the apology is, is emotionally fueled. And final point, you know, this isn't about you becoming a pushover. If people are doing things, you'd rather they didn't. It's about kind of just choosing when you do something about that. Okay, that's it for this week's uh, cast. Um, yeah, if you've got any feedback, uh, things that have particularly resonated with you, stuff you'd like to see, uh, please drop me a line uh, at uh, Damien, D-A-M-I-A-N, at EffectiveChallenge.com. Um, I'd be super happy if you've got some benefit from this. I'd be even more happy if you've got some benefit, you decided to share the cast um, with with other people that you believe might get some benefit too. Um, yeah, subscribe. It's, it's available, I think, now on pretty much all of the big platforms, certainly available on Apple, certainly available on Google, certainly available on Spotify. Um, yeah, please subscribe so um, I can build... Uh, community as I say if you've got any comments or feedback just drop me a line d-a-m-i-a-n at effectivechallenge.com until uh, the next cast uh, I hope you're going to be well keep working on your performance and chances are there's a high probability uh, your results uh, will uh, improve too cheers for now